Hi, Jess. How are you? Hi, I'm good. I'm super excited to have you on the podcast today. I have so many questions to ask you. I'm excited. I first want to explain to everyone how we know each other and kind of go back in time and walk through our, how long have we known each other? Since like before kindergarten. Since before kindergarten. So like, yeah, four or five years like old. Like basically neighbors. Yeah, we and, lived down the street from each other. Yeah. So do you want to walk through our little like history together and then we can get to like where you are now i would love to yeah so we met right before the start of kindergarten i think i was like walking my dog with my mom or something and we like ran into each other gilligan Um, yeah gilligan r.i.p um he was such a cute dog Mm. um we ran into each other Uh, we were starting school at the same time we rode the bus together so like that was like and we, we weren't in the same class but we like rode the bus home together every single day we were like one stop apart yeah so I remember we, your little chocolate flip phone. I always oh loved to use gosh. it or the Blackberry one yeah, yeah, yeah. and playing that game. Yes. Oh, my God. It's so much fun. But, yeah, we met then and then we were really good friends f- until, like, the end of high school. Yeah. And then I graduated and moved to California. And then it's, like, it's a type of friendship where it's, like, we don't see each other for a long time. But yeah, we're, like, always, we'll always be friends. Like I totally agree. It's, like, that group. Yeah. Four. Well, sort of. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, let's get into the question of the week quick. So managing anxiety tips is what someone wrote in. And I know you have a lot of tools in your tool belt. So I kind of wanted you to walk <laughs> through that because I listened to your podcast episode with Kenzie oh, and you're yeah. walking through like your rituals that yeah, you've been yeah. working on. And I feel like that will be helpful for a lot of people that yeah have that. Yeah. Okay. So for me, like it just, it's dependent totally on like day by day, but I try to infiltrate like non-negotiables into my routine, like things that I always do so that my, you know, keep my anxiety stable. So first thing is like prioritizing sleep, which like sucks to do in your early twenties and what is so badly you want to go out. But I try to like just manage and be like, okay, if I I can go out two times a week, Mm -hmm. like out really, really late, stay out till two o'clock in the morning and then like I'll do it on weekends so I can sleep in later. But, like, sleep is so important to me. Managing my caffeine intake, which has been the hardest aspect of my life. I'm the biggest, biggest, biggest caffeine addict. I drink so, so, so much coffee. (laughs) But I try to have only one cup of coffee in the morning. But my, like, daily routine is, like, I'll get up um, and I do, like, affirmations in my journal. And I do, like, manifestations. So I do – I write the same ten things down every single day. Um, Just kind of, like, speak them over my day. And then – I'll usually do, like, kind of, like, an internal dump in my journal. So I'll, like, just, like, free write for, like, 10, 15 minutes. Just, like, it helps, like, bring things to the surface. And even if, like, I can't find a solution for the problem, it helps me kind of identify what I'm feeling. Yeah. And for me, like, my biggest source of anxiety is kind of, like, why am I feeling this way? I don't know why I'm feeling this way. And then it just festers. Yeah. So for me, when I'm able to identify the problem, I'm like, okay, like, I will, I will, like, when it's spelled out, it's like, okay, I will find a solution to this. Like, it's not that big of a deal. But when it's un- known worry that's like when it festers for me and becomes really really bad definitely so like identifying the worry and being like okay this is exactly how i'm feeling this is why i'm feeling this way and then it's like i feel a lot better like that brings me peace yeah um i do that like in my mind dumps yeah in the morning can you give an example of like some of those affirmations that you say in the morning yeah so i usually will do like um I'm strong. I know I'm beautiful. Like I'm, I'm a good sister. I'm a good friend. Like things that I like want to like carry into the day. Right. So like, I'm a great business owner. I prioritize mm-hmm. myself in that way. Like, um, 
yeah things like that those yeah are the biggest, best examples. I think that's super important sometimes I even like speak them into the mirror as silly as it sounds like my brother DJ's walked in on me like standing in front of the mirror on maybe like a bad body image day and just being like I'm strong I'm beautiful and DJ's like what the heck are you doing and I'm like you don't get it you it just... makes me feel so good no you don't get it <laughs> yeah but yeah those are great tips anything else that you do um, drink a lot of water. Yeah. Um, I always walk at least like three or four miles a day. And that like I think keeps yeah. me sane a lot. I put a podcast on. There's like a trail right near my house, the Katie Trail, if you live in Dallas. Um, <laughs> there's an entrance right near my apartment and I go like I'll walk for a really long time. Oh, that's amazing. Um, it's like outside, nice fresh air. And if it's raining and gross, like I I will use a treadmill in my apartment. I just hate to do that. Yeah. I would rather walk outside. I hate when it rains because I'm a big walker too. Yeah. So that just like messes up my whole thing because when I, I do the same thing, I do the loop around like by board to like oh, assumption, like yeah, that yeah, loop. Yeah. And it's exactly 3.5 miles. I do it every single day with the podcast because it takes like exactly 60 minutes and when it rains and that's thrown off I'm like what do I do literally <laughs> no it's it is the worst it thankfully doesn't rain that much in Texas yeah well now it hasn't but and how about like do you do like workouts besides that do you try classes do you like, yeah so like I um actually recently so I have a little bit of a hormone problem I have an insulin resistance and the medication that I take I'm not I don't do like high intensity workout it like yeah. basically like, spikes my cortisol you know all that fun stuff so yeah. I can't do that so I do um I do Pilates like usually three to four times a week I try to do more but oh, at least three awesome. or four times a week like just like in my apartment I just use videos nothing crazy mm-hmm. um and I try out um there's a couple hot Pilates studios in Dallas that I've gone to like Shine Hot Pilates is a great studio um they're fun they do get sometimes some of them are like a little too cardio heavy like for like what I'm able to do yeah um you know your limits yeah and it's like I never feel like I like have to but those are fun. Also because I they have like weights and stuff. I don't have weights in my apartment that I use. Yeah. Um so it's like a little bit more Do you have any YouTube recommendations for this? I use um the Sculpt Society, which like you think you have to pay. It's like $20 a month okay. for the videos, but they're great videos. Oh, Very helpful. Cool. And I did the whole there's like a whole beginner program cuz they're really hard. Yeah. Like I've taken Pilates. I took when I lived in LA, I went to Hot Pilates, like crazy crazy Pilates studio and this was like so much harder like really? i i did from one, home yeah home. i did one original video and i was like oh my fucking god my lips wearing this yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh my god like this is so hard and i gave my login to my sister kayla and she was like what video should i do and i was like do a beginner one and she didn't <laughs> listen to me did a regular one she was like fuck that was so hard I'm oh like, my god wait i, I want to i want to try it you should i'll okay. give you my login okay i'm excited i've been trying to get into pilates i tried solid core maybe two weeks ago mm-hmm. it was super hard wait solid core matt pilates or is it reformer reformer okay reformer is really hard I'm, yeah i can't do reformer i did it a couple times in la and it's re- i'm really fucking bad at it. i mean i'm just clumsy so i'm like standing on this thing and my leg is moving and i'm like i'm about to fall and make a fool of myself I know. it's really hard i i was not good in those classes do you ever get anxiety like social anxiety because um, some people feel that like when they're in a gym or yeah like that. i i if I'm being honest, I feel way more anxiety like walking into a gym than I do walking into a class. Yeah. Um, usually because I try to go to classes with my friends. But yeah. if I don't, I'm like, you. when you're in a class, you're like so only aware of yourself. And you're like, everyone feels yeah. this way. But when I walk into the gym, I'm like, I feel – because like people – 
I always hear stories about people being like someone approach people approach them and be like your form's wrong it's weird and I'm like I would literally like you couldn't pay me a million dollars to walk into a gym and do something by myself <laughs> a million dollars to yeah. walk over to like a squat rack and have I would rather die I would literally rather die <laughs> it's awful it's so nervous I'm like the thought of someone coming over to me and being like you're doing that wrong fuck you don't talk to me oh my god I know. the fact that someone like Alyssa always tells me she sometimes calls me when she's at the gym if she's like doing something like for a long time she'll like yeah. call me on the phone and like I will literally hear people walk up to her I'm like stop really? talk oh my god oh my god i would literally kill myself i would be like i'm leaving wait unsolicited gym advice i don't think is okay i never would say that to someone else unless someone's like about to break their wrist yeah like break their neck yeah leave people alone yeah no i agree too well my thing is like at the edge over here like Mm -hmm. by our house they had that women's only area and i felt like better there because i have to say it's men that have been coming that have in the past like come up to me and said something or maybe they're just trying to strike a conversation but they're starting it off with like giving me advice for lifting and I didn't really ask for it and I just get uncomfortable but they had that little room that was just for women and now they changed it to just like an everyone space because they got sued for it Um, but yeah I don't know we don't have to talk too much about that but basically yeah when because when I go to a class it's usually a class with all women and and I don't know. Sometimes I feel a little anxious. Like when I went to Solid Core, everyone was in their like little matching set and like had their little water bottle and they were just getting ready and they had their Pilates socks. I think there's like certain socks. socks, Yeah. Yeah, And I was like, wait, shoot, I don't have like those socks. What do I do? They charged me $35 for a pair of those socks at a Pilates studio in LA. Yeah. Carrie's Pilates, fuck you. It was a bad class. (laughs) Jeez, that's intense. I think I paid like 17 for the basic ones. The lady like had to, like we started late because of me. I felt bad. I mean, then at that moment I felt like a little sad, but whatever. Yeah. So that's for managing anxiety tips. I think we went over most of them. Yeah, I think of what else I do. I just, like, for me, like, routine is really important. That's, like, what I would say. Like, if you, like, are struggling with anxiety, like, do control the things that you can, and it makes you feel so much better. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Do you do night routine, too? Totally. I'm, like, a big um, tea drinker at night. I put my skincare on. I'll, like, watch a comfort show. Um, I ice roll before bed. Oh, do you do before bed? I, I do it in the morning. I do it both. Both? Well, uh-huh. so in the morning, usually I'll ice roll, and then sometimes I do, like, I dunk my face in a bowl of ice water. Really? Yeah. You I get really puffy. You do? I've yeah. been doing, I love my ice roller. I got one from Amazon. Do you use the Skinny Confidential I don't one? like the Skinny Confidential one. It's, you like, don't really hot take? take. Yeah. Oh, my, I've never tried it. it. I don't think it stays cold, cold. for as long, and I, I'm, not, I'm not paying $70 for an $70. ice roller. $70. If I got sent it for free, I would use it. I bought that. I have the Amazon one. I think it's fine. Also, like, you could just use a piece of ice. That's what I've been using. I've been using a piece of ice, and then after I do the ice, I'll go in with the ice roller yeah. and just kind of, like, push my skin back yeah, and, like, like tighten it out it. a little. Yeah. yeah, but the piece of ice alone is amazing, and it wakes me up in the morning. I'll, like, put it over my eyes. Totally. But I might start doing it at night, I guess. It, I just do it at night because I'm, like, it like, lo- like, so I do it after my skincare. So, like, when you, if you're putting skincare on, like, you put hot water on your face, it opens your pores up your product sinks in you yeah put cold water cold stuff on your face your pores shrink so it locks the product in yeah no i i maybe it was you that told me this a really long time ago but i literally have that in my mind whenever i do skincare <laughs> i'm like open the pores close the pores it's so funny it might have been me yeah and then That's- another thing that I've been using is I saw Hailey Bieber use it on her Vogue skincare routine, and it was that little tea bar, and it vibrates. Yeah. I have that you from do. Amazon. Amazing. Really? Amazing. I swear, like, I feel chiseled. I use like, a, Sometimes. I didn't I do it this a, morning. I use that thing's called a gua sha, gua sha. Gua sha. I use that on my face, too. 
just in the morning though not at isn't night. it so cool that these things exist like i I, I yeah, don't it's know. like they're all very huge, like in like Asian culture, like they living, are like that things makes sense. that are used all the time. Yeah, my mom like walks into the bathroom while I'm doing it, and she's like, "What the heck is going on? Like, literally. what are you doing?" No, literally. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I want to pivot a little bit and talk about the O kind. Okay. Okay, I want to talk about how it started, how you met Kenzie, working with your friend. I'll, I want all the little details. Okay. Okay. So maybe let's go back of like where did the idea stem from? Okay. So. Backtrack is Kenzie and I met in college. Um, we like have sort of similar senses of style. Like we wear a lot of the same clothes, but we wear them really differently. Okay. So like that was kind of like we sort of bonded over that. Um, what do you mean? Like you, you would wear like same like same shirt styled differently, basically. Like we okay. would purchase the same products, but like we'd be all wearing them very differently, okay. which is like what like what ended up being cool and like what is cool about the O kind in yeah. general, but. So we did that. Um, we met in college. We bonded kind of over that. And we were talking about how like, our personalities are very, like, she's very created. She's very, like, vision, like, long-term. Like, she is a very, like, she's a very creative-minded person. Yeah. I'm not. Like, I'm a very, like, administrative, like, yeah. organized. Like, that's I, – I keep things in check. Like, and so like, we mesh really well. And we yeah. worked together at – when we were in college, we went to this, like, really scary um, Bible college, whatever. But we were on the same team. We were both on the creative team. But she was doing, like, actual creative stuff. And I was the creative admin for the creative team. Yeah. So I basically, like, was keeping everyone. Like, we were uploading, um, like, uh, graphics and stuff. And I was in charge of, like, scheduling people to make them and keeping them all organized. And, uh-huh. she, like, she would be on the side of, like, creating the actual content. The graphics. And so we realized we worked really well together in that regard. Like, we ba- balance each other out really well. And our personalities are a really good balance, too. Like, she is a lot more, like, extroverted and front-facing than I am. Yeah. Which I would, like, I don't, I don't care to be very front-facing in the sense of, like, I don't need the, like, attention to be on me. Like, I don't, and I, like, I prefer for it not Not to to be. She had a platform, too, at the time. Oh, yeah. yeah, She she had it for a while. She's been on YouTube since she was 17. Oh, okay. How old is she now? 25. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, so she's been doing it for a long time, too, which is, like, a huge, I mean, like, our company, like, our whole almost our whole entire customer base like started from her like being able to post it which is such a huge blessing and like I can never like thank her enough for that um but yeah so like we started we became friends um we kind of talked about wanting to start a clothing company this was like in 2019 we were still in college oh wow before quarantine yeah and then and then she ended up moving to Texas right like moving back to Dallas right before because she graduated before I did yeah um moving back to Dallas right before COVID and she was initially going to split her time but from then Dallas and LA. in LA and then she ended up not yeah. but so COVID happened so no one's really doing anything and then I personally was like bored with my life and I was like I gotta do something so I was like I came up with like the concept of the O-Kind like that was like me yeah and then she randomly texted me and she was like if you're down I kind of still want to do something and I was like oh it's so funny you're saying that like I'm like make like, a clothing brand or like yeah. make a oh that's so cute so yeah. we I, I was like literally already working with a graphic designer like I had already started the concept making I was like yeah you want to split the cost with me and then like we just kind of moved on from there and that was like 2021 summer uh-huh. of 2021 so it's been like uh, about a year like the process yeah it's a really long process. It's really, really, really hard, and it's really, really, really expensive. Like, yeah. there's no, like – and we're fully self-funded, so, like, we both just put in, like, all of our money. Like, if you want to know how much money we put in, we talked about it on my podcast. Like, amount, dollar amounts, 50, all that. 50, right? 15 each. 15. Wow. So, a lot of money. 
Um, and it's like whatever you think you need, you gotta double it. Yeah, there's it costs so 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 much money, and we also like prior like we prioritize quality, and we all of our stuff's made in the United States. So. It's so nice too. I just touched it while we were upstairs. <laughs> I was like feeling the tags, and I was yeah. like, this is so luxurious. You can shop the Ryan set right now, actually on um the Okind if the, you want the Ryan set with the tote bag. Is the tote bag online? Oh yeah, the tote bag's online, and the it's Dallas so set if you want it. The black set is also still available online as of right now. I think the Okind.com. The Okind.com. Yeah, nice little plug. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of time. It's a lot of money, but thankfully we we work well together and balance each other out a lot. We are split. If anyone's like curious, like she does like all of our marketing stuff and yeah. I do all of our operations. Okay. So I do like our invoices. That's I do perfect. I do our shipping. Yeah. Um, like our email correspondence and stuff. I do that, and then um, I also do email and text marketing, and she does Jeez. all of our social media and stuff and our so PR strategy and busy. stuff like that. I'm very yeah. busy. <laughs> and you guys are 50-50 with the business too. Yeah. Yeah. That's totally awesome. 50-50. Cool. Well, the thing is like it's a lot of hard work now, but in like three, five years, it's yeah. going to be so – like it's already probably so rewarding. But, it is really rewarding. But, Having yeah. people wear your clothes is the craziest it's thing It's probably ever. so cool. And, it's like, wild. Like seeing them review it like yeah. online. It's yeah. wild. It's for sure wild. Oh, so cool. And have you guys ever – I mean, you don't have to say if you don't want to, but like – butt heads with any decisions or have you guys been on the same page with everything we totally disagree but it's not actually a butting of heads like we'll just be like i think this i think this and we'll be like let's revisit okay later, at a later date okay like because it's usually it's about like design design and like design stuff and it's like we don't need to know right the second yeah and i'm like way more like whatever you think like I, I laid back if i don't have a preference like unless i have a really strong opinion i honestly don't care yeah like i'm like if you feel strongly about it like let's just go with what you want because i'm kind of like maybe possibly leaning in a specific direction but i'm like i don't it doesn't bother me like i'm like i, yeah. I would much rather not have an argument and be like yeah well, yeah if you feel if you feel strongly and i don't we should do whatever you're doing but like if and the same thing would happen if it the was opposite. reversed yeah yeah oh that's good that you guys were yeah it, it's very like because we're so like yeah whatever like it's very very like our texts are like okay yeah sure like because unless <laughs> like, a, yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally like and I mean it's a perk of working with your friend it is like there are points where sometimes you're like I want to say this thing I don't know if I should yeah and for me it's a lot of calling other people and be like am I being dramatic do you think it's okay for me to say this I like, don't mom help yeah like, I, <laughs> me I, every I, day I never text like in the heat of the moment just because like sometimes we'll be like that's smart going back and forth and I'm like I just need to take a second and be like do I need to say this like I don't know so like yeah. take your time like unless it's like a decision that needs to happen right now like there's like it's like totally okay like step yeah. away from something and be like I need a I need a, process, a second to like process and marinate on the situation yeah I think that's good advice for literally any and everybody and any yeah. relationship that you have acting out of emotions really difficult yeah it's, and sometimes you do things that you can't fix yeah and I just like I found myself years ago just like saying mean things that you really can't take back yeah and it's like now I've I feel so much more comfortable even after like going to therapy for a while being like okay time out yeah like I literally will say time out yeah in any conversation that I'm having with someone like I need a, if it's a five minutes it's five minutes but sometimes I need like a week and I'm just like really okay with doing that now yeah I do have moments so like I oh I definitely have my moments like, like with my brother that I oh yeah. want to smack his head off and like, oh. scream at him. I like I yeah 
I'm, I'm, I can, I can really be a bitch. Like if I'm, mad, if I'm mad at you, like you're, like you're done. You're like, done. You're done. <laughs> and it's probably one of my, it's one of my favorite and least favorite traits about myself. I can go from zero to a hundred in thirty seconds, and especially like you're disrespectful. Like you're, you're like, bye. You're done. Like, yeah. I have no problem reading someone out, which like. I should like I should work on. But it's also like I'm I like I like that I like passionately care. Yeah. Also. No, that's important. I literally have therapy at 4 30 today and this is something that I had written down that I wanted to talk to my therapist about. Like yeah. acting out of emotions because I find my, right now I'm like really stressed about the move. Yeah. And I find when I'm stressed I act out of emotions oh, a lot totally, more. Totally. So I was like, okay, like uh, yeah. Miss therapist, I need to talk talk yeah. about this because some I, breathing I'm not being very nice to people right now. And the week before my period, I'm just like oh. a monster. I like, yeah, I'm not great um, yeah. on my period or the week before. Yeah, so. you go to therapy though, right? I do, I do go you to do? therapy weekly. Yeah. Can you tell us some like changes? Like, were you in therapy in high school? Um, no, no, because I was just talking to Jessica before we started this podcast, and I was like, you are like in a good way. A completely different person than you were in high school. Yeah. Like, I just feel like you're shining with, like, confidence. And, like, I feel like you're – I don't know. Maybe – I mean, high school is weird for everybody. Like, I feel like everyone has a shell and they're just kind of trying to figure out who they actually are. But there's a lot of, like, copy and pasting. You know what yeah. I mean? Especially in Fairfield County. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, like, if you don't fit into that perfect copy-paste version of a Fairfield County girl, it's, like, who the heck are you? Um, and I feel like we both kind of struggled with that in high school in totally. different ways. But maybe, like, how therapy helped you transition from, like, who you were in high school to who you are now. Yeah, I think when I was in high school and I think, like, up until probably like, two years ago, I was, like, the most insecure person in the whole entire world. I had awful body image issues. I just had awful, like, se- like self-image issues, not even just body. Like, the way yeah. that I, like, thought about myself as a person. Um... So I was ridiculously insecure and I also like was really wrapped up in a situation like in the church that I grew up in that like wasn't super healthy. I mean, I met a lot of my best friends and like that's like the best thing that ever happened to me in that regard. But I was ridiculously like judgmental of the high school experience of other people. And like that's something that like I regret deeply. Like I was. Because of like what you were taught in church. Totally. And it's like it was like shun, shun, shun. And it's like I don't need to be like. Like, also, like, there – I I think I went to parties with you guys, like, three times. Like, yeah. and I, like, w- I wish I had gone more because, like, I don't need to be participating to be able to go and have fun and, like, make – like, and mingle. And then it just ended up being, like, I retracted and retracted and retracted to the point where it was, like, I wasn't really hanging out with anyone from school by the end of high school. I was really just hanging out with my church, church friends. friends. yeah. Which, like, again, like, I love my church friends. They're my favorite people in the whole entire world. Like, still, like, none of us go to church anymore and we're all still best friends. Yeah. But, like – I wish a little bit that I had, like, leaned in a little bit more in high school, but it was also just to the point where I was, like, I don't have to show up to school to do well in school. That's probably the best and worst (laughs) thing about me. I graduated with a really good GPA, and I missed 65 days of my senior year of high school. I never went to school, and I did really, really well, so I didn't have to go. So I was just, like, not present. You're always just naturally smart, though. I just, like, I absorb information really well. It's, like, it is my best and my worst trait because it's, like, I don't need to be fully present. Yeah. Ever. Ever. And that's, like, I – that's just, just – just because I don't have to be doesn't mean I should be. Yeah. So it's, like, I should be present. I should be paying attention. I should be talking to people in school. And I wasn't. I was walking – like, senior year, I didn't talk to anybody. I didn't do anything. Like, I went – I would leave early and go to church and, like, go hang out with my friends. Like – Yeah. Which sounds so stupid when I'm saying that. Like, <laughs> and we weren't doing anything. Like, we weren't doing anything. Yeah. And, like, again, my best friends are my best friends, and I'm so – like, I love them, but, like, I wish I had, like, leaned in a little bit more in school. Yeah. But – 
So then once you when like, when about therapy. Okay, so I'm gonna open up when that I that was like an issue to you. Because in the moment you're like, I'm just living life. I love my yeah. church friends. Like f all them and in I, high school. Right, and I think like that carried over until like, I was in a a different but similar situation in college at the oh. church because I went to a, a Bible college program that was like infiltrated into a church. So we were like partially interning at a church. Yeah, and our college classes were online. This is like in the unsafe location that we were talking about. No, no, no. no. Okay. This is in LA. Oh, I went okay. to like I went to reg- like an actual four year four year university for two months and then dropped out. Oh, that one. Yeah. Before. Um, Azusa. Azusa, yeah. Okay. That's just, that's just, well, whatever. We don't have it's, it's an awful place. It's, it's just boring as fuck. There's nothing to do there. And you need to take a 45-minute train to get into L.A. It's awful. Yeah. But so then when I got to – when I actually moved to L.A. that – the January of 2019, um, I was – like in this pro- Bible program that at, in the moment I, I loved in the beginning and – it was similar vibes though. It was like we were so consumed by church culture that like I couldn't hang out with anyone else. But it felt like that's what I was supposed to be doing. So I didn't really have any sort of self reflection until COVID when I was moved back in with my parents. Yeah. And I was like, I hate myself. Cause like I didn't I didn't have anything that was mine. Yeah. Like so I You were just following the beliefs of what yeah, I didn't even have, like, I was like, I don't even know if someone, if someone were to ask me what are my hobbies, I wouldn't have an answer. Like, I didn't do anything outside of church. We had no time, and, like, that's a whole other thing. I have a whole podcast episode on it if you want to listen to my uh-huh. toxic church situation. Uh-huh. But, like, I had no time for a life. I had no friends outside of church. I had no life outside of church. I, nothing. Mm-hmm. And when COVID hit and I was kind of like, mm-hmm. I have no, I have nothing for myself. And then I started going to uh, therapy during COVID. Mm-hmm. And... Just I worked through a lot of emotional stuff and I started to be like, I have to like change the way that I view myself. And that like totally changed the way that I was present. I presented myself to people like very unknowingly. It was like a complete 180. Totally. And the it's like, silence does it. Like the silence of COVID made people realize crazy things. About yeah. Themselves. And I've always like struggled on and off with like anxiety and depression. And I big like at the end of middle school, the beginning of high school, I was really, really depressed. Um, and I never really, I, didn't really do anything about it I just I kind of just like unfunked myself like I just like eventually it went away because the way for me like my depression and anxiety works is it just it does come in waves just flows so like I can like and I don't take medication for it so like I can kind of like I know like what I have to do to work through it yeah it's those hobbies I mean those rituals that you've created right so control them I do that but I mean now for me like therapy is like I constantly am having to like and it's still such a work in progress. And yeah. I, I don't – the way people speak about me, like, even you being, like, oh, you, like, seem so much more confident. It's, like, I feel like I've made such small steps. It doesn't feel like that big of a deal to me. Yeah. But then I, like, come back and I see people and they, like, identify that I, like, look and act differently. And I'm, like, I appreciate that so much because, like, for me, it's, like, I just every single day I have to, like, put one foot in front of the other and be, like – for me, my therapist says all the time, it's, like, all reframing. Like, reframing uh-huh. the way that I think about myself, reframing the way that I, like, think about life. It's just, like, okay, like – it's like reframing something from a negative to a positive. Yeah. No, d- definitely. I feel like that's something that I've done as well. Yeah. It's like no matter what the situation is, I try to look at like what I get from it. You know, like my grandma passed away earlier this year and like in the depth of it, like the first week I was like in tears all the time, just like mm-hmm. really sad, really sad, really sad, which is a part of the grief. But after that week I was like, okay, like 
brighter side, brighter side, brighter side. What is it? She's with my Aunt Jerry now. She's with her mom and dad. Like, yeah. like she's always going to watch over me. Like, all these things. And really focusing on that and not the negatives. I mean, I know that's kind of like a dramatic ex- or example. No. But, yeah. It's just like fair. of everything. Everything. Totally. Yeah. And it's like you can reframe the smallest things, too. Like, it doesn't it, – it can be the biggest thing or the smallest thing. But it's like – constantly being like I want to position this and it's an active choice you have to actively be doing it you can't do it one time like it's every single day you have to wake up and be like I'm going to look at this from a positive perspective and it doesn't I have awful days like yeah I have days where it's like I if my I had a day a couple weeks ago I was supposed to record um, a TikTok vlog for our Okine TikTok with like a day in my life and I did not get up off my couch I was hysterical crying on the couch for the whole entire day literally didn't get up I didn't do any of my work Uh and I was like and then the next day I did the vlog. And I'm like, if yeah. someone watched this vlog, they would have literally no idea that the day before I was sitting on the couch crying and couldn't get up. I was on the phone with my mom the whole entire day and I was like, I want to kill myself. I have such bad anxiety. I don't know why. Yeah. Like, the like it just, life it's ebbs weird. and flows like that. But I'm really happy you have those people and you have, like, your mom that you can call on those days. Totally. And, and it's not, and it's almost nice that, like, you don't really, I mean, yeah, you have to show up for the Okan, but feel like people that have their lives on social media it's like when those days happen they are hidden Mm -hmm. and I feel like it's really important at least what I try to do with my platform is like as hard it is it is show up on the bad days too yeah like it just makes it more real so freaking sad today or like yeah I'm so anxious about moving or this or that um obviously that was different because it was like you marketing for your brand yeah but it's like I I think it's really good for even you to like speak out as a business owner young entrepreneur it looks like you're killing it like you have this new brand with your best friend like yeah. you're living your life in texas like no you have bad days too like Awful you have days, days. that you cry yeah, it's totally like, so oh my god totally yeah. do you find that you have more like bad slash confused days like post-grad life or are you like so much happier than what you were like it's hard school? to say because my like life when i lived in california was so like I, I didn't even have time to self-reflect. Like, I yeah. was, like, going, 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 going all the time. And that's, like, when I got home from COVID, during COVID, and I was, like, I, everything was full stop. That's when I had, I was, like, hit with the reality of everything that I had been running away from for two years. Yeah. And it's, like. All the internal work that had to be done. And it, so, I, I don't know if I can say, like, but post-grad life, I think, for me, is, like, so just, like, confusing because I graduated <laughs> with yeah. a degree in, like, church ministry and like I don't I'm not a Christian really anymore so it's like yeah so like my degree is useless to me which is totally fine I like I own my own business and I do my own shit so like I don't really need a college degree to do that anyway yeah but it's really hard because you're like trying to facilitate like okay like what and what the fuck am I supposed to do with my life and I think post-grad life too like I moved to a new city like I'm doing a whole lot at one time which does you play so many roles throughout yeah. one day. And it does, like, I'm lucky that, like, I don't really get lonely. Like, I could be by myself for six months and be, like, totally, totally content. Fine. Like, yeah. which is probably a little a little not healthy. But, like, I have me. I have my dog. And, like, I'm, like, I'm chilling. Like, yeah. I don't. So, but the bad days do, I don't know if they're more or if I was just avoiding them before. Okay. Yeah. So I can't no, I necessarily it. say, but, like. You just, like, keep yourself busy and then some days it just, like, hits you. Yeah. So what, on, like, a good day, maybe, like, a typical, like, Monday, Tuesday, whatever day of the week, mm-hmm. day in your life as a 22-year-old entrepreneur? I know every day is probably different, but. Yeah, so there's there's things that I do every single week. So Tuesday, Tuesdays and Thursdays are days that I go and I do shipping. So okay. that's, like, a, a good day for me to give you an example of. So, like, a Tuesday morning I would wake up, I, um. Do your morning routine. Do my morning routine, obviously. Um, I will go for a walk. 
I'll come back. I usually answer emails. Also, like, I'll go through if I, like, have to respond to our manufacturer updates about stuff, oh. um, schedule, like, deliveries, all that stuff. I do that. Um, I also podcast prep on Tuesdays, so I'll try to – I try to do it early in the week because I try to record on Wednesdays. My episode, episodes go out on Fridays. Yeah. But sometimes I'm recording on Thursday night, so, like, whatever. Sometimes but, I'm, like, recording Tuesday morning, yeah. so it's okay. <laughs> mine come out Tuesday. Yeah, like, sometimes you gotta. But yeah. – so I will podcast prep, and then I'll – before – like, usually, like, after lunch, I'll go over our inventories in Kenzie's garage. So I, like, go to her garage mm-hmm. um, and do all of our shipping stuff, drop everything off at USPS. And then I spend the rest of the evening either, like, responding. So I will try to split the day. Like, the morning I'll try to do kind stuff and I'll try to do podcast stuff yeah. in the afternoons. So I'm usually, like, answering DMs, answering emails, reaching out, like, if uh, people, like, guests want to come on, like, uh, doing oh, yeah. stuff like that, responding to emails about stuff like that. That's usually, like, my day. I spend so much time on the computer. What what time? Same. My screen time is, like, disgusting. Oh, my screen time on my phone is, like, 10 hours a day. Yeah, same. It's so <laughs> It's so high. gross. I was, like, 13% lower yesterday or on Sunday, and I was, like, yes, nine hours. <laughs> yes, so embarrassing. It's so, so embarrassing. embarrassing. I know. Yeah. But it's, it's okay. Like, it's, like, I work on my phone, so it's my excuse. I do work on my phone. It's, like, I – and the part of my job that I really like is, like, answering DMs and actually talking to people. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's totally. Like, and the voice memo for DMs, it's so much fun. I do not do that, but – You don't do that? No. I do that. <laughs> it's kind of weird. Is that weird? No, I, know. I just – I just don't – like. I just don't do that. I, do oh. that. I would never <laughs> – No, because people send long questions. Oh, Because yeah, I'm, like, yeah. fitness health-oriented, so it's, like, people are giving me, basically, their whole entire fitness journey in a DM and asking where to go, and it's, like, if I were to type – it'd be like a really long thing yeah that's fair that's fair people don't people don't dm each other like yeah <laughs> they're probably like what's the next launch yeah oh my god yeah definitely yes okay so that's a busy busy day do you have a cutoff time for yeah, yourself i do i don't work past 5 30 okay um because i try to go to bed early i try to go to bed at 10 so i will like 5 30 i'll like start prepping dinner um make dinner and I like make sure I always like will watch a comfort tv show before bed just because like shuts me reality off. tv no I usually well I mean I sometimes do watch reality tv but that like gets me a little amped up gets me excited yeah, I love a good reality <laughs> so TV. so I usually watch like Gilmore Girls or something that I've seen a million times oh, okay. to like just like help me wind down and then that's like I and that's, that's smart like, maybe I'll start doing that because reality tv like Love Island I could watch five episodes in a row and yeah. I can't stop yeah. Yeah, I do. I mean, I will – sometimes I do watch a bunch of episodes in a row, but, like – because I, like – I also always, like – this is, like, my, like, fatal flaw is, like, I have TV on all day, like, while I'm working, while I'm doing everything. Like, background noise? Yeah. Like, I always – I do podcasts, I you always – I listen to podcasts, like, when I'm walking. It's just, like, when I'm in my house, I don't know why. Like, I like that I can, like – if I want to, like, TV. look up, I could see it. Yeah. But I, like, always have, like – in my house, like, during the day, work day, like, I have, on like, the show Entourage on all the time. Really? Yeah, I love Entourage. It's so funny. Or I have Gilmore Girls on. I agree. I need, like, a background noise. Yeah. I do. But podcasts, I feel like I need to – like, listen. I like to, like, fully be listening. But I would put a podcast on – not that I don't fully listen to your podcast, but, like, you know, there's, like, self-help podcasts that you really need to be in it yeah. or else you'll get lost with, like, what yeah. they're talking about. But, like, a, a podcast like yours that's talking about, like – you know, like celebrities and like right. it's more fun. Yeah, it's you not can like, like listen in and out. Yeah, yeah, it's like easier to just like have on all the time. That's true. Whereas, like, if I'm listening to On Purpose by Jay Shetty and he's trying to give me like 10 million life lessons, yeah. I'm like, well, if I go in halfway through, I'm gonna be confused. Yeah, and you're like, I should be taking notes right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, yeah. Okay, I have another question. Okay. Are you vegan still? 
I'm not. No? Uh, I didn't think you were because I saw something that you posted and um, it was it had meat. <laughs> yeah, I started eating meat and dairy again in February. Okay. Let's go back first. Like, <laughs> why did you want to be vegan? And then let's go to, like, why did you decide not to be vegan anymore? Yeah, this it's probably actually a good space to talk about it i so had like i said this earlier like i had awful body image issues for the a huge portion of my life which now like i realize like i have a hormone problem so like i when i was 12 when i hit puberty when i got my period i gained like 50 pounds that year which like i was 100 pounds so i literally gained 50 percent of my body weight in a year because like once i hit puberty like this huge hormone imbalance that i have happened and i it like wasn't identified until i was 21 so i like my weight has fluctuated for an enormous amount of time and it's over 10 years yeah and it's been yeah. like ridiculously out of my control so like no matter how much I work out no matter how like little or as much I eat like my weight doesn't it's not dictated by that it it's never has been dictated by that yeah that's probably liberating to know though it is it's also unbelievably frustrating that it was like if someone had figured it out 10 years ago I wouldn't have like hated myself for 10 years because like Aww. there's something so there's something so empowering about like being able to make a decision and like see the um effect of it like, being able to be like, okay, like when I do go to the gym, I feel strong, I feel empowered. I would go to the gym and I would feel like shit when I would leave because, like, my body just, like, wasn't regulated. You were doing, like, high cortisol Yeah, and I'm like, like I that's – and that's not what works for my body. And, like, we live in this culture of, like, you have to be, like, sweating, doing the most, like, whatever. And I'm like, I did not feel good doing that. I used to go to Orange Theory classes and I would leave oh and I would gosh. need to sleep for days. Like, I was – my body was so fucked up and I had no idea why. Yeah. And I wanted to lose weight. Like, and I went vegan because I was, like – Dude, it was, like, also the peak of, like, if anyone, like, was indulging in vegan, like, vegan um, culture at the time. It was, like, very, like, yeah. high-carb, low-fat was, like, the vegan diet that everyone was doing. And it was, like, eating, which, like... It, it's it, so bad for your hormones. It's uh. awful for your hormones, but it's also, like, it is the concept of, like, eating, like, really um, high-volume foods. Yeah. So you eat, like, a lot of, like... Vegetables. Vegetables, stuff like that, and then you'd be, like... Eat it. Like you wouldn't use oil in your to cook. No like, oil, no avocado, no nut yeah, butters. Yeah, I'm like okay. Little protein. I remember you didn't have too much protein. No, but I yeah. also like I don't know. So I was I did not. I've been was vegan for over six years. Wow. And then I well actually not fully vegan. I say vegan just as easier. I ate like three years into me being vegan. I started eating fish. Okay. Because I'm like I'm obsessed with sushi, and I was oh, just I like love sushi. I could not not eat it. So I started eating fish. Like, three years into it, it probably when I was, like, 17, 17 or 18, I started okay. eating fish. And then during quarantine, I started eating eggs again. Okay. Um, And then just because I was, like, realizing, and, like, I can get into this more, like, when, so, like, whatever. So I started eating eggs again, and then yeah. I moved to Dallas. I'm in Dallas, and I'm, like, surrounded by a lot of, like, really good food. And I'm, yeah. like, I'm away from my family, and I'm, like, I don't know, like, I have this, like, which I've ne- I had never had the urge ever, ever, ever to be, like, I want to eat mostly dairy. Like, meat, yeah. I, meat I, I like it's fine, but it's, like, not my cuppa. Yeah, like, whatever, <laughs> I'll eat it. Yeah. But, like, I, like, missed eating cheese. Like, I missed all of that. Yeah. And I, like, was, like, fuck, like, am I doing something wrong? You and felt I- restricted? But did you do it at first for the body image? Because you thought, like, oh, if I'm vegan, I'm going to lose weight? Yeah, 100%. Okay. Okay. That was 100% the reason Okay, why. I was wondering if it was that or, like, environmental. And know. then it ended up being, like, I was, like, I felt passionate about the cause. And I also, like, yeah. as much as, like, I still, like, I try to, like, eat ethically sourced food. And, like, yeah. I, I no, definitely. ridiculously also, I think, personally, like, over-educated myself about food. And I'm, like, I do not need to know about, like the amount of, like, pus per gram you can eat in milk, like, that they're yeah. allowed to put into milk. I'm, like, it's 
it's Wait, so what? Un- like if you watch i watch way too many vegan documentaries like the amount of like shit they allow in your food and stuff and i'm like just eat clean eat balanced yeah, yeah it's just, it doesn't it's need to deep. be so complicated it's not, it's not, that, not that, deep. that deep that's my favorite saying and so like i realized i was kind of doing that and then i was somewhere dallas yeah. yeah okay yeah and then i came home or i went to florida actually for my grandma's birthday whatever i'm so i'm with my family again and i was like I think maybe I want to start eating meat again. And I kind of did. And I really realized that the grand scheme of things, the reason why I had continued doing what I was doing for so long was because it allowed me to like restrict myself without having to be like, oh, I'm not eating. Because then people would be like, oh, because you're on a diet? Yeah. Like, yeah. It was like, no, no, I'm just vegan. So like I could never eat dessert out at a restaurant because there's no vegan dessert. Yeah. So I wasn't going to eat dessert anyway because I was trying to like restrict myself and not eat. But I'm like, oh, it's not vegan. I can't have it. That was, like, my excuse for probably the last, like, four years of me being vegan was me yeah. being, like, I'm trying to eat as little as possible and be as, like – because, like, people pay attention when you're, like, oh, I don't want that. They do. And they ask questions, especially if, like, with your family. Like, I live in a very Italian household. Same. And, like, my if I'm making anything that's like, has a green leaf in it, my grandma's, like, oh, you're on a diet. Yeah. Or something like that. And I'm like, do you really have to fucking say that? Yeah. Like, I'm just eating healthy. I'm just eating. No. Yeah. People have a lot of opinions on people's foods. Totally. Unsolicited food advice should be ended. Uns- unsolicited or- advice, period, is my – people <laughs> talking to me when I don't want to talk to them is my least favorite thing in the whole entire world. That's why, I, honestly, it's my biggest complaint about living in Texas. People are so fucking chatty. <laughs> They're friendly. In Connecticut, you walk by someone, nothing. They spit on you for fun. <laughs> and you know what? I love it. I love it. I miss being walked by and not acknowledged. Me too. I'm like, for the love of God – leave me alone elevator chatter oh. I'm like shut up <laughs> shut up do oh, they really do everywhere that? you go people are asking how's your day what are you doing shut up <laughs> i don't know you i do not care how your day is i'm not gonna ask you and people will ask and i never reciprocate i never ask them really you no, just say i'm good things yeah i don't care <laughs> i don't know you <laughs> we're never gonna see each other again why would i indulge myself in conversation with you that makes you sound like the biggest bitch ever and you know what i don't care <laughs> <laughs> but what if it's like a cute boy I guess. If I felt we'll get like, into dating. Okay. But first felt- vegan, how did you – so when was, like, the actual transition? <laughs> I'm really just going on It's okay. But we have to touch on dating before we end. Okay. Um, I – so I was, like, I, I kind of identified that that was the reason why I was doing it, and I was, like, I don't want to do that. Like, I okay. don't – I – and I've, I've been in this transition. Like, I've been on my medication for my hormones for almost a year. Mm-hmm. Um, I, w- I lost, like – I don't weigh myself, but last time I went to the doctor, I've lost like 20 something pounds and I haven't changed anything about my routine. Yeah. Just on is, this medication and yeah, eating which, more like whole regular foods. Yeah. I mean, actually my eating probably has, if anything, gotten a little bit worse the past year just because like. You're going out and socializing yeah, more. But I like, which is so like nice for me and I like have got, had to get to the point where it's like, and this is something I work on in therapy too, is like, if I do not lose one more pound, like I like myself. Oh, which I've yeah. never been able to like I would never I would always be like I'll like myself when I'm skinnier like yeah oh that's like always been my thing because I've just I've I've struggled my weight forever and now mm-hmm. that I I have this thing of like I'm totally in control of my body now which I've never ever felt yeah it's like I don't care and that like is easier for me now and that's kind of like why I change my eating habits because I'm like I can I can still control what I put in my body yeah exactly because now that medication has like fixed what was like because that was what you weren't in control of. Right. I think that's liberating. And plus, that's, like, what I say whenever I start working with a client. I'm, like, before we start, I just want you to know, like, you're beautiful the way you are now. And I want you to, like, we're going to work together to get you, help, like, healthy from the inside first. It's, like, I always say strong mind, strong body. Because, yeah. like, 
I feel like people don't realize how good they could feel once they do start, like, moving their body and, like, giving themselves that food freedom. Totally. You know what I mean? Totally. Yeah. Oh, I'm so happy for you. Oh, thanks. So what was it like? Like, did your body respond weirdly, like, when you had meat for the first time in seven years? No. And I had also, like, right before I started eating meat, I started taking a probiotic, which I think really helped, like, yeah, my Yeah, probiotics are the shit. <laughs> so I started taking probiotic, and in all honesty, like, I have not had an issue. No? No. Yeah. Which, like, I, like, now I get, my bloating fluctuates a little bit more now just because I'm, Normal. like, yeah, like, eating less. Because I was eating right. so veggie heavy, like, for yeah. so long. Yeah. So, like, now that I'm, just, like, my plate's broken up a little bit more, like, my bloating fluctuates a little bit. But I do, like, I try to do, like, I'll put my legs up on the wall for a little help with, like, a little oh good little tip yeah sometimes they even i mean people massage like their face and stuff like if i feel bloated i will like give myself a little tummy massage i've seen things like that people like um not to like get rid of the bloating but it's almost like bloating can be painful because it's like and it helps your digestion it's like stuff like sitting yeah you want like just movement it's just little circles in your abdomen i do it all the time it's like with a little bit of pressure and as like the pain decreases you do it laying down like you can press a little bit harder i mean if i'm just like watching a show after like having a massive dinner sometimes i'll just do it and honestly it'll help me go to the bathroom too oh like i get backed up really i don't i know you do no you It's it's been a trend in my I life. Yeah. I I don't I like don't have an issue going to the bathroom. Thank God. No, but post vegan, mm-hmm. did you hire like any nutritionist or anything like that, or was it kind of like again more self research? Yeah, I did not. No. Um, I did say to my mom I should probably go see like a dietitian or something because I just like forgot how to eat and I call my it's mom. It's weird, right? I call my mom all the time and I'm like, how many times a week is it, am I supposed to eat meat? Like I don't know, and I'm like. I mean, as many as you want, really. Right. And I'm like, is there like, is there like a thing I'm supposed to be doing? And she's like, no, like eat whatever you want. I'm like, oh, really? Just like whatever? It's so weird because I I think our generation especially, like, I mean, I don't think your mom was as bad as my mom, as terrible as it sounds, but like, I just grew up and at 12 years old, I saw my mom drinking some fast shakes. So what did I have for breakfast and lunch? Some fast shakes. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was like, that just screwed up my head because now I'm like friends with people that have literally zero relationship with food. Yeah. Which is like the weirdest thing. Like, they'll just be like, oh yeah, I'm hungry. I want a few chips. And I'm just like in my head, like, wait, how many chips am I supposed to have? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it's like at this point of my life, like, since I've been doing this for so long, I can, I literally could say, like, I have no emotion towards food. Sometimes it, like, creeps in, but I'm, like, there's no good or bad food, so there's no good or bad feelings associated with foods, unless it physically makes Makes me feel feel bad. bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, totally. I agree with that. I think I, I, it's it's a process. It's Same thing. One foot in front of the other. Yeah. You just gotta figure it out. Yeah. Okay. Let's do a little bit of dating before we close out i know you've been talking for a little while but i want to hear your non-negotiables oh, my God. for a future boyfriend because you've never had a boyfriend before right <laughs> <laughs> it's okay i'm sorry i'm totally i think that's amazing i honestly think because your standards are super high that's what we blame it on my standards are really high yeah. um so my non-negotiables would be like this is like Okay, so I could, like, have, like, a dating app and, like, set my features to be, like, oh, I could, would only be, like, with these types of people. Like, this yeah. is what I'm saying. In my head. Okay. Also, I'm being so selfish right now because I just remembered my therapy homework for this week was to list my non-negotiables. So, go oh. ahead. Okay, so mine is... <laughs> um, take notes. <laughs> I oh, forgot to do it. Over 25 is mine. Over 25? T- you're 22. Yeah, I'm 22. I would never date some... I would... Because, like, post-grad boys are children. 
all boys are children like i just like i don't know i would need some i personally think i need somebody who's a lot more like outgoing than i am just because i like i'm never the like unless i'm ridiculously comfortable i'm like just not the loudest person in the room i'm not like super funny engaging whatever unless i'm really really comfortable just because i very much so i'm like I get socially drained really, really easily. Me too. So I'm like, I don't like to exert myself unless it's like with people that I actually like. Otherwise, I'm like, you're a waste of genuinely. It's like you're a waste of my energy. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, don't, I agree. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't need to be like wasting my space and my like my like mental energy like talking to you. I don't give a shit about you. Yeah. Like, I'm not. I'm just not gonna do that. But when I'm with people, like Kenzie's like this, but like my sister Alyssa's like this, like very loud like is very yeah. comfortable very quickly that makes me feel comfortable quicker uh-huh. so i would love to have somebody who like oh, could walk into any room and be like totally like would feel comfortable to talk so i'm like it makes me feel better about like the situation yeah um i like i mean this in like the <laughs> like f- like financially like stable independent like i just like i'm at, at the place in my life where i'm like i think that's super important i just like and people who, like, you don't have to make a lot of money. You'd be smart with the money that you're making. Yeah. Like, I just, like, boy, because, like, no, this is, maybe this is mean. Like, you should not not be able to afford to, like, take me out to dinner. Yeah. Or, like, buy me flowers every single day. Like, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, well, I mean, I, I also, like, I have ridiculously high standards. Like, realistic, <laughs> I'm saying this, like, realistically, I'm like, if we're not going out to, like, Nobu once a week, like, I don't want to date you. Like, <laughs> that's why I still don't have a boyfriend in case you're yeah. wondering. But, like. No, like, I just want somebody who, like, and I think no matter what, I don't care, but, like, something that you are genuinely passionate about. It doesn't have to be your job. Yeah. Because I think it's hard when you're young to be, like, working in what you actually care about. But having something that you, like, you love so much, even if you're not making money from it, even if it's just, like, you love to, like, yeah, like, whatever, like, paint, whatever it is. I don't (laughs) care. I literally don't care. Like, (laughs) if you have something, I'm trying to think of something you do, like, for shits and gigs, whatever. (laughs) Like, you have something, because I think, to me, that's so hot. Like, somebody who loves With, something so much. Yeah. I think that is so attractive. Passion. I, like, passion is, it's huge for me. I think it's so important. And, like, people who, like, can take a joke. Like, I cannot. Ugh. My family is brutal. Like, brutal, brutal, brutal. Like, people who come here, like, I send apologies to you. Like, <laughs> it's, like, if you don't get it, like, yeah. my, we're all ridiculous, like, our humor is ridiculously dry. Like, we say yeah. things and they're like, are you making a joke or yes or no? And it's, like, kind of sounds mean. Like, you just, like, you you have to have, like, thick skin. Like, you can't yeah. let things bother you. Like, not too sensitive. Yeah, like, because I'm, I, I don't know, like, it, that almost kind of gives me the ick. I'm like, ew, relax. Like, every, everything's yeah. a joke. But also, like, like, there's a balance. Like, like, you need to be able to talk about your feelings, too. Totally. But, like, yeah. Like, with, with stuff like that, like, with humor, like, you can't be, like, too – Like, yeah. if you – Also, like, my sisters and I say this all the time. Like, if you have something weird about yourself, which everyone has something weird about yourself, you have to be able to laugh at it. Otherwise, like, it's a no-go for me. Yeah. Like, if you have, like, a weird thing, like, I'm trying to like think of weird. Like, a weird laugh or, yeah, like, like something, snort or Yeah, something. like, whatever it is. Like, if you cannot make fun of yourself, you're not allowed in. Like, yeah. you have to be able to laugh at yourself. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Those are some of mine. Oh, the perfect man is out there one day. Are you on dating apps? I am. You are? I'm on Hinge. I actually just had an awful... Someone messaged me on Hinge. There's a picture of me and Kenzie on my Hinge, and someone said, sorry, this is weird. Your friend's really pretty. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, um... <laughs> People are... They just don't have social cues. I feel like there should be, like, a little class before you enter dating apps of, like, this is how you talk to someone. That's what I feel about airplanes, too. Yeah. <laughs> airplanes. People have no airplane etiquette in the world. 
Yeah, no, I agree. But are you a window or aisle seat girl? Um, aisle always. I because oh, of pee. I'm a peer. Well, and I'm just I like also. I don't like I don't know. Yeah, no, you feel like trapped. Yeah, oh my god. I, I like, like to put my head down, kind of. Okay. Mm. Last question. Okay. Is going to be, if you could leave people with one little thing of advice, what would it be? Like just life advice. It could be simple. It could be short and sweet. Whatever oh you want. Just one little piece of advice. I would say, like, trust your gut. Like, I second-guess myself all the time, and I'm always initially right with my initial thought, and I think, that, like, we all are, like, given, like, a, a some sort of an internal, like, internal, like, moral compass, and it's, yeah. like, your gut, your true gut, not, like, your ego, like, your gut is never wrong. Like, I have, like, made such great business decisions off of my gut that I'm so thankful for, or, like, if you have a, a little bit of, like, a passion for something, you feel something bubbling, like, lean into that. Like, mm-hmm. even if it feels weird, like. Weird is cool now. And it's, it's just, like, nobody. Also, like, sorry. <laughs> this, is like, sounds harsh. Like, no one cares about what other people are doing. Yeah. Like, no one. Like, no. Agree. Like, think about if you watch someone else do something, you're, like, I don't give a shit about what they want to do. Like, if you want to do that, I don't care. Yeah. Unless you're, like, a ridiculously judgmental person. In that case, you, like, maybe need some sort of self-reflection. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> no, one, no one's paying that much attention to you. Like, do whatever you want because, like, nobody cares. Yeah. Like, you should like what you're doing. You should care about what you're doing. And, like, that's it. Yeah. That's literally all that matters. But, like, be in tune with, like, the things. Because looking back now, I'm, like, I love – like, if I had been in tune with myself when I was younger, I would have been, like, I always knew I wanted to work for myself. Like, I always knew I wasn't going to be in, like, some sort of a corporate situation, which, like, I didn't identify when I was younger. Yeah. But, like, I, like, know like, I have great leadership skills. I'm really self-disciplined. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, a lot of people, like, need a routine given by someone else to thrive. Yeah. Which, like, I totally respect that. I don't. Yeah. And I wish I had Any wish you sooner. just knew it earlier. But, you know. I feel like everything happens for a reason because if you didn't go down that path, you never would have met Kenzie. Totally. And I right? say that all the time. It's like people always ask me if yeah. I like, regret my college experience. It's like, no. no Cause because you wouldn't be where you are today. Right. Yeah. Well, why don't you plug yourself, plug the Okine, oh all of it, <laughs> and we'll make sure that we give some traffic to you. Okay. So you can follow me on my regular Instagram, which is just Jessica O'Hara with three S's. Um, I have all my, so like I have a podcast. It's called a Hey, Hi, Hello podcast. New episodes come out every Friday, and then I own a clothing company with my best friend. It's called The O-Kind. You can follow us on Instagram at The O-Kind. You can follow us on TikTok at The O-Kind, and you can shop The O-Kind right now at TheOkind.com. Sign up for our newsletter. Sign up for text updates. We get send out, like, sale information. If you're signed up for our newsletter, you get to shop an hour early every single time we have a drop. Okay, so I'm going to do that right now. Okay. <laughs> and you sometimes get, sometimes you get a discount code. And Jessica will text you. I will text you. It is yeah. it is me doing it's it. It's her. It's literally her. Okay, amazing. I hope you have a lovely Tuesday. It was so fun chatting. And until next time.